gentlemen, welcome to the D-Rich Show, where we talk anything and everything crypto. Now, here's your host, D-Rich. Hey everybody, welcome to the D Rich Show. This is D Rich and today is February 17th, 2021. How's everybody doing this hump day? Hopefully uh, your week has uh, started off very well. And I um, just want to go ahead and uh, reach out to all of you um, who are listening today, my subscribers, the new listeners, people coming in. I um, just want to make sure you um, are aware that uh, we here in my home uh, are praying for uh, those people um, affected by uh, power outages um, here in Texas um, as well as across the globe um, I've talked about these things before on the channel um, so you know I want to kind of reiterate you know some of those things for you know the audience um, as far as um, you know what's going on as far as uh, these things where we we never know what might uh, be the root or cause of you know power outages um, but it's always important for you know to prepare and um, I think that is my um, you know I would do my due diligence by you know reporting on this just briefly um, so that we are aware um, because right now um, you know I think that we're headed towards some sort of energy crisis um, where you know you start you're starting to see the uh, gas prices increase uh, you're starting to see different type of outages whether it be you know weather related whether it be you know things that might happen to um, our um, grid our electrical grid you, you never know what might cause these things but I think that it's important for me uh, to share some responsibility um, in this by relaying some of the things that you might need to prepare uh, yourself so um, anyway guys um, again thanks for tuning in as always and we'll get right into some of those things that I think that is important uh, that you should prepare with so first of all you know I've always said if you can't afford a generator uh, get you a nice decent sized generator you know make sure you get you some gas buckets get you some uh, gas cans store them safely securely um, so that you know you have those things available um, if gas doesn't work, propane always works um, for, you know, those type of um, devices that use those type of um, chemicals to, you know, whether light a flame, you know, keep you uh, fed, whether it be some sort of uh, propane grill or um, device that will allow you to cook food if everything, worst case scenario, goes out. Um, anyway, you want to make sure you get your canned goods, you want to get your non-perishable items make sure you have a ton of water okay and if you have a fireplace um, you know chop up some wood get some wood uh, gather it up okay you want to get lighters matches you want to get some beans rice things that are um, going to um, be sustain uh, sustainable for you know you know food purposes um, and you know they don't uh, it doesn't uh, go away um, as far as mold or anything like that so those type of items are always important make sure you get um, enough you know blankets quilts uh, things that will um, keep you warm whether it be hand gloves beanies 
uh, sweatshirts, things like that to protect yourself. Most definitely protect your, you know, your ears, your fingers, your hands, um, your feet. Um, those are your vital um, parts of your body that, you know, keep you um, warm. So, you know, take care of those things, protect those things. And, um, you know, do all do your due diligence. Make sure you're um, collecting the things that are necessary, that are important, um, you know, little by little. I'm not saying go make a mad dash uh, to the store or whatnot. But these are some of the things that we should be thinking about as individuals, as uh, families, um, family members, uh, communities um, to help, um, you know, alleviate some of these things. Because I don't know if there's going to be some other type of event that would uh, suggest that these things are absolute uh, must and necessary. So, you know, do your due diligence, guys. Make sure you have a ton of batteries as well. Um, you know, if you got communication devices like handheld radios, I would suggest those too because if, you know, if, if, if any electrical grids go out, cell phones become lost and then you still want to be able to have, you know, a walkie-talkie that travels um, up to, you know, 100, 150 miles, if not further, um, just in case you need to get in touch with someone significant to communicate and guys always write down a plan um, make sure your family members know the plan if you have children make sure your children know the plan um, you know where you know there's a safe place to meet just in case um, all things do get to that point but anyway guys I don't want to go ahead and put any um, fear out there I just want my audience to prepare um, because it's important um, because I've prepared and I will continue to prepare and do my due diligence you know, and if nothing ever happens, that's great. But in the meantime, if something actually does happen, we're still in a great position to not be um, out there when things get kind of hectic or crazy uh, because the lines will get longer. Um, and, you know, that's when people get frustrated and angry. And, you know, that's when um, other things happen. If you are a believer in your Second Amendment rights like I am, then those items should be stored safely um, and securely as well uh, within your home. So um, I do encourage that as well because you have to, you know, protect your family, protect your home, um, your livelihood as well. So, um, you know, I'm not telling you what to do. Um, I'm just giving you some ideas that uh, would help you uh, further protect yourself, you know, from any harm or any foul. But anyway, guys, we're going to go ahead and jump right on into this coin market cap. Bitcoin's dominance is at 61.8%. And uh, it looks like Bitcoin uh, crossed over the $52,000 mark, $52,321. So, guys, it's going to go um, up another leg. Now it's looking like it's trying to push to 60000 Hey, guys, you know, um, there's money to be made. There's money to be had if you like Bitcoin. Um, the Ethereum, $1,838. And as we were talking yesterday, um, we noticed that the market was a little red and it looked like those markets peeled back uh, some of those losses and got those gains back. And Polkadot is at $31.99. Cardano, which I'll be talking about a little bit, the, about what the founder said, um, is sitting at $0.88. Cents. Binance Coin is up 
to 172 bucks. Wow, very impressive. At up 32% in the last 24 hours. XRP sitting at 54 cents. We got some other XRP news coming up. Um, looks like it's trying to get into an upward trend back up towards 60 cents. Litecoin, 229 bucks. Up 10% in the last 24. Bitcoin Cash, 715. And rounding out the top 10, we got Chainlink at $32.62. And just to give a brief shout out to the 11th spot, we got 50 cents on the Stellar XLM coin. And moving down to the 14th spot, we got Dogecoin. So I know you guys are kind of upset that I keep talking about Dogecoin, but hey, you know what? Um, it got to do what it do. It looks like it might be in a downward trend. As you can see that red candle going down. I, I don't really have it pulled up, but you get the idea. But anyway, guys, look at these gains as we scroll down these markets, um, things like that. So um, do your due diligence, do your research. Um, and again, this is not financial advice and I am not a financial advisor. Um, but, you know, I like to look at the market every single day and often because I like to see what it's doing, how I can, you know, try to take advantage of it. But anyway, guys, we're going to go ahead and jump into um, this article right here uh, from Currency Journals. Um, this is uh, an article that um, describes Bitcoin will die the minute an altcoin flips it, Cardano founder says. And um, I'll go ahead and get to some of it um, in an interview shared by or shared on Cardano's official subreddit. Hoskinson assured that similar to fiat cash, the one useful factor Bitcoin has is its acceptance. For that reason, it's going to ultimately die when it loses its solely robust level recognition. And this quote here, Bitcoin is simply useful as a result of its useful. It has no technological benefits. In truth, it's the least superior of all cryptocurrencies, the least futuristic. There is no such thing as a purpose for it, apart from the truth that it exists. Okay, Bitcoiner, Cardano is a third generation blockchain, which is why Hoskinson offers it higher potential worth than Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a first era blockchain. It mainly strikes cash from one pocket to different pockets, and that's it. Ethereum is an instance of second generation blockchain with sending worth sensible contracts permit individuals to situation these operations making the blockchain extra useful nevertheless these blockchains undergo from some design flaws that make it tough for them to face the check of time then again as a third generation blockchain cardano seeks to resolve the well-known blockchain trilemma including a sequence of, of applied sciences, sciences to the second generation blockchains in the end this could make the community scalable safe and environment friendly without dropping its decentralization Hutchinson added that Bitcoin wants to attain some vital developments for it to be on par with its opponents uh, the minute that it will uh, get flipped by one other cryptocurrency until they will discover a approach to innovate once more, Bitcoin will die as a result of there is no such thing as a purpose to carry it over its neighbors. 
Um, so uh, Bitcoin wants a higher governance system to survive. Nevertheless, Hoskinson says on the interview that the decentralized nature of the group and lack of uh, directionality have price builders loads of misplaced time. Bitcoin misplaced a few of its earliest and finest individuals over simply the block size a system parameter. It simply tells you when you can't even agree on one thing so trivial as a block measurement, then how do you get post-quantum crypto when quantum computer systems come? How do you get sensible contracts? And I'll read some of these quotes here and then we'll move forward. It'll soak up all of the goodness of that system, however, gained it, carry any of the dangerous traits, so that you'll nonetheless have the blockchain element. It'll nonetheless settle transactions the best way Bitcoin does. However, you'll then have sensible contracts, governance, interoperability, and far sooner capabilities. The power to world scale and work rather well on a cell phone and have privateness and all these extra options of functionalities. Now guys, I don't know um, about you, um, but I've always been skeptical about Bitcoin. And um, I always felt like Bitcoin was a Ponzi scheme. Um, you can go to some of my uh, past videos where I talk about this being uh, Bitcoin being a Ponzi scheme. Guys, Bitcoin has first mover advantage. And you know what? Some of the tech is flawed and antiquated. And it does the same purpose. Um, it has the same purpose to me as fiat currency. If you have, um, you know, like Tether pumping uh, the you know price of bitcoin up yes we do see um a lot of institutions coming into bitcoin but you know again uh tread cautiously uh do your you know research and you know if you take profits from bitcoin you know i'm happy for you uh, you doing that and for me um i'm just gonna you know keep my distance although i do kind of feel bullish at times where I do want to jump in but at the same time I know that there's other opportunities out there with other cryptocurrencies such as Cardano uh, where it took me a long time to finally jump in but I did jump in so um, I do um, like the project and I'm starting to understand a little bit more about first generation second generation third generation and so on and so forth so um, we'll see what happens uh, we'll, you know, never put the cart before the horse because right now, as it stands, Bitcoin is the leader of the pack. Okay, we don't know if it's, uh, you know, going to disappear, um, but who knows? But anyway, uh, we're going to talk about this joint letter with the SEC. Um, is a clear victory for Ripple. This is coming from 11 News, um, which was published 10 hours ago. And, um, I'll get right up into it. This is um, according to attorney Jeremy Hogan, the SEC augmentation in the joint letter lacks any factual basis while Ripple convinces with facts. The letter is the first impression for the judge and could therefore have an important influence on the outcome. As CNF reported yesterday, the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission and Ripple Labs have issued a joint letter ruling out a timely settlement, at least under the current SEC administration. In addition to important deadlines agreed 
upon by both sides, both the SEC and Ripple had the opportunity to present their arguments. Orlando-based attorney Jeremy Hogan analyzed the letter in a new video giving his legal perspective on the case. And as Hogan noted, this first round should clearly go to Ripple and potentially provide Decipher's first advantage. Um, Hogan's legal take on the joint letter. According to Hogan, there are several interesting things in the letter. First, the judge asked both parties to describe their views and the legal basis for claims and defenses. The SEC was allowed to comment first as a plaintiff, describing the case on pages one through four. And as Hogan explains, he will he was a little surprised that the SEC didn't provide a lot of facts. As an example, Hogan cites one of the first paragraphs in the SEC portion where it argues about the heart of the case, the question of whether XRP is an investment contract. As the attorney explains, there are no facts in that paragraph that support the SEC's argument. The complaint further alleges that defendants sold XRP as an investment contracts under the Howey line of cases primarily because the economic reality of XRP and the way defendants marketed XRP made a purchase of XRP in exchange for cash or other consideration and investment into a common enterprise. And as Hogan elicited, the new, the few paragraphs are no better. There are no facts. So it is really weak, Hogan said, while the SEC has some facts it could have cited, none of them are in here. Further, the SEC wastes a few paragraphs on whether XRP is a currency, which Hogan said it is irrelevant to the outcome of the lawsuit. Okay, so I'll go get down to some of the Ripple convincing um, facts. On the other hand, according to Hogan, Ripple did a really great job. Right off the bat, Ripple's lawyers write that the SEC claims that Ripple sales of XRP a constituted investment contracts lacks any legal or factual basis. I think this is a great point that after Ripple sold XRP, it was then sold downstream. So how can it then be an investment contract? Again and again, in the letter, Ripple invokes the missing facts in the SEC's opinion, particularly with the regard to the heart of the case, which is the Howey test. Okay, Ripple also addresses the Howey test, and it really makes a great point here. Under Howey, the SEC must show, among other things, that Ripple and purchasers of the XRP has entered into a common enterprise dependent on Ripple's managerial efforts. The SEC cannot do so. So again, Ripple is calling out the SEC on lack of facts. Ultimately, he said Ripple also provide the perfect answer to the SEC's four wasted paragraphs. Hogan quoted the following paragraphs from Ripple's response. The SEC only response is that Ripple has merely slapped a label, currency, on XRP and ignored the economic substance of XRP as an investment contract. That is fact, flatly incorrect. First, it is not Ripple that labeled XRP as a currency. It was the DOJ and FinCEN that did so in 2015 and stated, boom, I think that that destroys what the SEC is saying. So anyway, guys, we've heard it on multiple occasions. Uh, the token XRP 
is deemed a currency and this was back in 2015 when the Department of Justice gave that clarity okay so in my opinion we don't know when this uh, will take place or when this will be settled but hopefully um, it doesn't drag out too long but as long as it continues to drag out it will play its role in what goes on uh, with everything that goes on politically financially um, things like that and again XRP is that tool that these people are fighting over because they know the value in XRP and again that's why they've taken it off the market because there's retail speculators like you and me who know what XRP um, is really about and what it is going to do okay anyway moving forward with this uh, new article this is a business news report Federal Reserve Payments Pilot incorporates Ripple partner Volante Technologies this is by Emmanuel Young on February 3rd uh, Ripple this is just in brief Ripple partner Volante Technologies become the latest fintech company to join the Federal Reserve's new instant payments pilot scheme this service will provide American consumers and businesses with instant payment services. This comes as Ripple Labs nears its first checkpoint in the battle with the SEC. So guys, we're, we're getting close. Um, financial technology firm and Ripple partner Volante Technologies is poised to join an instant payment service pilot organized by the Federal Reserve. Okay, and again, Volante Technologies announced its participation in the pilot for the Federal uh, reserve new instant payments platform which is the fed now we've already i mean we've discussed in left in the past that fed now or whatnot would be um, a part of uh, what ripple technologies would provide for the system uh, the service service aims to provide american consumers and businesses with instant payments services that deliver control convenience and certainty the Federal Reserve looks for instance payments and the pilot will include over 110 organizations from the Federal Reserve's FedNow community to support development, testing, and adoption of the service. Okay, um, as to George, the president and CEO of the Kansas City Federal Reserve says that central banks appreciate the enthusiastic response to the program. She continues saying that this is a principal reason the pilot was expanded to include more organizations like uh, Volante. We're gratified by the industry's tremendous interest and willingness to devote time and energy to help us develop the FedNow service. A race for speed in crypto, the Federal Reserve FedNow's pilot scheme is part of an industry-wide effort to provide users with instant payments. Last year, payment giants Visa and PayPal both announced an extension to a partnership that expanded instant payments for consumers as well as businesses. Notably, last year, PayPal also announced a move into cryptocurrency industry, allowing its users to buy and sell a limited selection of cryptocurrencies. Okay, and the move also saw a $242 million uh, in cryptocurrencies uh, traded on the platform within 24 hours and more recently v Visa signal support for the industry when CEO Al Kelly suggested in an earnings call that the company was best placed to support cryptocurrency payments and will Ripple lead the way 
Once the only major player is decentralized instant payment settlement, Ripple now faces multiple com competitors. Yesterday, Stellar Lumens, Ripple's primary rival in the industry, released its 2021 roadmap outlining its vision for instant payments technology. It also included pro proposals to ramp up the company's marketing campaign with the aim of increasing its tax visibility. Moreover, the influx like Visa, PayPal, and now the Federal Reserve shows the forces that Ripple is set to face. This all comes amid its ongoing battle with the SEC over the classification as XRP a security. And again, guys, we know that Ripple is going to lead the way. We know that XRP is going to be front and center. Um, and it will be uh, dominating the space. Is my opinion. It is my opinion that the treasury will take over the escrow of Ripple or the XRP, excuse me. That is just my opinion um, because the only hold up here is the United States. Everyone else is given clarity to what XRP is and you know that it just has to take time. It has to pay play out. And again, a lot of this has to do with, you know, the political climate with what's going on across the world. We're seeing uh, military take over governments. We're um, seeing people being removed uh, from, you know, different um, central banks, things like that. If you kind of look at that landscape and then we're also seeing different people put in certain positions uh, within the banking institutions. Whether it be good or bad, I don't know. But I do know um, that these people um, will get it done eventually. How it plays out, I can only imagine. Because the way that I thought it would play out is totally different from you know that. And it continues to change with different news coming out every single day or every single week. Um, so time is of the essence um, when there's going to be a crisis. If there's going to be a crisis... And you know what, XRP is going to uh, be used as a tool uh, for um, the transition, not the great reset, but the transition to uh, we the people. But anyway, guys, to end it up on the this note, I wanted to go over what I've seen on uh, Twitter. And this is coming from Crypto.com. Dogecoin is now listed on the Crypto.com app. Buy and sell Doge as true costs with no fees bank transfer and credit card supported get the app to start trading doge now so guys i wanted to leave that with you uh, because now doge is on crypto.com a lot of uh you know subscribers have reached out to me about crypto.com i don't i have it but i haven't really uh built that portfolio um yet because you know each and every platform that i'm on i'm building a portfolio there so right now I'm on Hotbit trying to build that portfolio I just realized that I was making some mistakes along the way and I have to correct them because now I'm going to build my Celsius account and I should have been doing that from the beginning but anyway guys um, I just wanted to go ahead and leave this information with you hope that you enjoyed the show and um, again do your due diligence when it comes to preparing for you, uh, your family, um, in case there's, uh, you know, blackouts, rolling blackouts, um, you know, power outages, things like that. 
um, take care of yourselves. Um, do your due diligence. Um, I'll always be praying for every single one of you. Um, even though I don't know what you look like or whatnot, I never met you, but I pray for you. Um, I want the best for every single person, every single human being. So anyway, God bless, take care, and as always, treat everyone with class, dignity, and respect. Bye-bye.